Welcome back to The Look and Sound of Leadership, an ongoing series of executive coaching tips designed to help you be perceived in the workplace the way you want to be perceived. I'm Tom Henschel, your executive coach, and today we're talking about becoming more expressive. Randall looked like a marine recruiting poster. In his 40s, he still had the firm body that had made him a high school football star. Close-cropped blonde hair and piercing blue eyes set off his handsome face. In front of a room, he looked commanding until he began to speak. His voice was almost completely devoid of inflection. His words came out at a comfortable pace, but then they never altered. His attractive face became an unexpressive mask. His whole demeanor lacked variety. It was no wonder people were having trouble listening to him. Randall recognized the problem and asked me to help. Having brought video equipment, I asked him to make a mock presentation and focus on only one thing, exaggerate everything he did. For five minutes, I hounded Randall. Bigger, broader, raise your eyebrows, smile, talk higher, talk lower. As he made a particularly broad gesture, I asked, You feel embarrassed? I feel like a fool, he grimaced. Good, keep it up, I said. It's just us, really, go for it. I let him go another minute before I let him stop. With a groan of relief, he sat down as I turned on the tape. He couldn't believe what he saw. In spite of having felt so foolish, in spite of having pushed himself into such discomfort, the man on the screen was not at all grotesque or exaggerated. In truth, on tape he wasn't all that different from his normal style of presenting. Randall wasn't just shocked. He was disheartened. He doubted he'd ever be able to improve. When I was young, certain trucks were made with governors installed on their engines. Governors regulated the engines so the trucks wouldn't exceed specified limits. Randall was discovering he had governors of his own. I asked him if he'd always been so contained. He told me about growing up as the only child of two college professors, where everyone read silently for long periods of time. His parents, soft-spoken intellectuals, shunned displays of emotions with each other and with him. As we talked about this, he quickly connected the programming he'd received as a young child to his current struggle to be expressive. Regardless of our individual upbringings, we all have governors. They influence how loudly we talk on the phone or in a conference room, they keep our physical gestures within certain parameters, and they regulate our facial expressions. But make no mistake, these are not physical limitations. We avoid broad gestures or extreme inflections not because we think we'd alienate our audience or because our body can't do it, but because our internal governor says it's wrong and unacceptable. Expanding our governor's limits is important because lack of variety is one of the biggest reasons we stop listening to each other. Most people would benefit by increasing their expressiveness in two ways. One, vocal inflections, and two, facial expressiveness. Here are four tips to stretch your governors in both these areas. First, override your governors. Randall's internal sensors screamed that he was making a fool of himself, but the recorded feedback show he had barely stretched his limits at all. When you push beyond any of your natural limits, your governors will shout at you to stop. You'll feel certain that what you're doing is bad or goofy or embarrassing. But those alarms are almost certainly false. They're tripped because you've gone past your pre-programmed norms. 
The truth is, those alarms are good. If you don't feel some discomfort, you're probably doing what you've always been doing, which is no stretch at all. Number two, use recorded feedback. Since your internal sensors are unreliable, get recorded feedback. If you're working on expanding inflections, get a little digital recorder. Hit record before you make a call. On your way home, listen only for your highs and lows and changes in rhythm. When you hear them, no matter how small they are, celebrate them. Then, commit to doing just a little bit more tomorrow. Remember, this is about stretching over time, not about doing a makeover in a day. Third, create a feedback network. If you're working to become more facially expressive, ask someone you trust to give you real-time feedback. For example, before going into a meeting, you might say to a colleague, I'm working to be more expressive. If you notice my face is blank for any length of time, will you tap your lips with your pen? But if you see me being expressive, even a little, will you hold your pen between both hands? That sort of feedback in real time is hugely helpful in resetting your governors. Finally, observe other people. Notice your preference for variety in others. If you're like most people, you like it when other people are expressive, whether you're able to do it yourself or not. Focusing on variety, gathering lots of data about it, is an important way to begin resetting those limiting governors. If you can do those four things, override your governors, use recorded feedback, create a feedback network, and observe others, you'll be well on your way to becoming more expressive, one of the key elements in the look and sound of leadership. That's today's edition of the Look and Sound of Leadership. A complete archive of our executive coaching tips can be found on the Essential Communications website, EssentialCom.com. That's EssentialCom with two M's.com. Click on the Tips and Tools button. Thanks for listening. <laughs>